friends, it's Rachel here with your radio sisters, Bo and Allie, and it's time for the Mulberry Lane Show. That's right. Well, it's so great to have you with us. Here are some of the questions you're going to get answered today. How do you not let someone spoil your dreams? And have you ever wondered how to create a sense of community in your home? Are you a mundane, boring cook? Today, you'll get some pro tips to up your creative game in the kitchen. Yep, we're getting figgy with it. (laughs) (laughs) Your radio sisters are here for you this weekend, making sure you're staying right in that game with positivity and inspiration. Okay, well, let's get to the guests, sisters. Let's do it, Bo. The Mulberry Lane Show's on. Celebrity story songs. You're going to have it going on when we tell you who's stopping by now. First up today, Ralph Johnson with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Woo! Now you know Earth, Wind, and Fire from this hit. Do you remember when it was September? How can you not jam to that? And this hit. And bring on the vibe with this one. Now, Ralph talks about the hits, the tour, and how not to give up on your dream. And one of the cool things about Ralph is that he's a drummer, and you guys, he still takes weekly drum lessons. So he's a lifelong learner, and he tells you why this is such a good quality to keep in your life as well. And Ralph has a brand new smooth jazz single. You gotta check it out. And it's called Cool Swag It. And this song has a pretty cool vibe to fuel whatever you've got going on this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Mellow Jam with Ralph of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, Rachel, who's next? Then you'll meet filmmakers Jay and Sophia Lyon and hear all about their documentary, The Long Goodbye, The Kara Tippett Story. Now, this new documentary is currently out on Netflix, and the film went to the top of the Amazon documentary charts. This beautiful story is about Kara and her family and friends and how they all stood by her as she fought a valiant fight against breast cancer. And if you've ever had big life questions, why things happen or what it's all about, Jay and Sophia will shine a light with this beautiful story. And one of the things that Sophia says about this story is although Kara eventually lost her life, she says that by watching this film, you learn more about how to live. So she says you take a lot of positivity from this film. And Kara had a big heart for community. And Sophia gives Kara's tangible tips on how to bring more community and love and all the good stuff into your home. Truly inspirational. All right, Allie, who's next? Okay, sisters, we're going to get figgy with it. (laughs) Today, you're going to get up close and personal with James Beard award-winning chef, Robert Del Grande. He's going to share some tips with you on how to be creative in the kitchen. You got to shake things up a little bit. You got to be open to some new ideas. And his main new idea today is all about the fig. It's a really healthy and good for you fruit that's also sweet as well. And your radio sisters were super surprised because before this interview, we received a big box of California figs. Oh my gosh, they are so good. We divvied it up between the three of us. You can check out our Insta stories to see some of the varieties of figs. I had no idea there were so many different kinds. Right. And Chef Robert gives you some tips on how you can use figs in your recipes and shake things up just a bit in the kitchen. All right, before we deep dive into the show, Rachel, you've been doing a little bit of back to school cleaning. 
Yes, I'm doing a bunch of laundry, trying to get the laundry room organized. Somehow everything tends to end up in that room. Oh, I hear ya. <laughs> so I was doing this big sorting job and I'm in there. I'm, you know, picking up different toys and things and I've got a giveaway pile. And yes. so in the corner of the laundry room, I pick up this naked Ken doll. And I'm trying to figure out what am I going to do with this Ken doll? Where do you put him? Where do I put him? You were stumped. <laughs> so I'm, you know, staring at this Ken doll. And of course, at that very moment, my husband walks in <laughs> and he finds me there staring at this naked Ken doll. And of course, what comes out of his mouth is, I'm not interrupting anything, am I? <laughs> so needless to say, I tried explaining it. Well, I'm trying to figure out what bin to put him in, but the more I tried to explain it, and you know what? I just said, just forget it. You just go on, move along. I'll just finish here. And what happens in the laundry room stays in the laundry room. <laughs> Rachel, I don't think we're going to ask you any questions about what was going on there either. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some questions for Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Stay tuned for some life and musical nuggets from Ralph. Keep it here with us, your radio sisters on the Mulberry Lane Show. I'm Bo, along with Rachel and Allie. Woo! This segment is brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology, advanced comprehensive medical, surgical, and cosmetic dermatologic care. BraddockFinnegan.com. It's your weekend getaway, guys. You're hanging out here on the Mulberry Lane Show. It's Allie along with your radio sisters, Rachel and Bo. Glad you're here with us. With hits like Let's Groove in September, Earth, Wind, and Fire has been the soundtrack to your celebrations and your summer good times. Now with eight number one hits, over 100 million albums sold, Earth, Wind & Fire is one of the best-selling music acts of all time, earning nine Grammys, including Lifetime Achievement, and they're members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now Ralph Johnson is here to chat all things music, including his new music. Welcome, welcome to the show, Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind & Fire. Well... Thank you very much. You're welcome. Earth, Wind & Fire, you guys have achieved what many bands dream of achieving and very few have. And, you know, I think it all comes back to the music. When you look at what you've been through and the music that has come out of this, what are the elements you think have contributed to the success of the band? Well, first off, the music felt good. It was a great groove. Each track felt good. You could tap your toe to it, as they say. Yeah. Lyrically, it had a great message. Okay. You know, we had a great rhythm session. We had great horn lines. We had great vocal harmonies. Mm-hmm. But then to top all that off, when we appeared live, we gave you a very excellent stage performance. Uh-huh. So, so and that package, is very, really. Really, it, it was a great package. Maurice, our leader, who passed away in 2016, yeah. always wanted a band that play all genres of music. But at the same time, he didn't want a band that was just standing around on stage. So, you know, back around 78, 79, we got with the world-famous choreographer, George Faison, who had just come off Broadway choreographing The Wiz. And we got with him, and he, you know, he taught us dance movement and stuff. So, and so were we, all of you dancers, or was that new? It was new for us. Okay. You know, because we weren't dancers. We were just a great band. Right. But... As I said, he didn't want us just standing around, so uh-huh. we began to work on dance movement. And so today, when you see the band, you will see a lot of choreography, a okay. lot of movement. Okay. 
Okay, so now was anybody resistant to moving like that? No, not really. No, not really. We were very open to what George was trying to convey to us. Okay. And uh, so, no, we, there was no resistance. We wanted okay. to do it because so, we wanted to be great. Right. You know? And you knew that would take you to another level, really. Absolutely. And the openness of the band, you yeah. know, it has contributed to the success, I'm sure, too. Yes, absolutely. You know, you got to stay open. You got to be willing to learn and learn new things. Uh-huh. You know, you can't get stuck in your ways. We were wide open. We're in our mid-20s when we got with George. So. Okay. What else did we have to do but learn new things and try and get better at what we were doing? If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind, and Fire right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So now, what was the relationship like between the guys? Did everybody get along pretty well? Were there moments when... Every, we were okay. very fortunate. We had great chemistry, and still today, wow. we have great chemistry in the band. You yeah. know, So that does make a difference, because you don't want to be on the road with some people you can't even get along with. What do you think that boils down to? Did you guys, you know, respect each other's talents? Were you just easygoing people? Well, it was it was a respect for our talents regarding each other and a respect as individuals. Okay. You know, and that's what it got down to, really. Uh-huh. Because, you know, when you're traveling with the same people for months on end, you know, there can be problems. Well, there can be, but it just wasn't with us. We're like one big family, a lot of brothers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love and that. And the big brother, and the big brother was Maurice. So okay. There you go. So now he passed, like you said, in 2016. How did you process that personally? And then how has that been for the band? Well, actually, I'm still processing it. Okay. You know, every night we're reminded of, of what he had uh, conceived in his mind, that, yeah. that vision that he wanted this band to be. And there's a section in the show when we do a tune called That's the Way of the World. Uh-huh. where we have this black and white photo montage of those days back with him in the studio and us. And uh, it's a real cool moment. And so we're reminded every night oh, of yeah. what he was about and his vision, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. How do you fit all the hits into one show? or do you? Well, we're, we have an hour and a half to figure that out. Okay. But so what we, a nice problem try- to have, though, right? It's a nice problem to have. What's your favorite song, anyway? What's oh, your favorite? Oh, has to be September. Really? Yeah. Well, when you hear September, that means you've missed most of the show, because that's the very last song. <laughs> and I bet there's a reason why it's very last. Well, you know, people love it. It is, it is one of our all-time favorites. It is one of our biggest hits. Uh-huh. And so we save, it, we save it for the very last show, right before we do an encore. We've been very fortunate. We have had a lot of great hits, and people love the music. Gotta take a quick break. We'll be right back with more from Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind, and Fire right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. More good stuff on the other side of the break.
Dr. Mary Finnegan of Braddock Finnegan Dermatology is here to tell you about Aqua Gold. So Aqua Gold is a small vial that has small stainless steel needles that are finer than a human hair in which we can leave product in the surface of the skin. The procedure takes about 15 minutes for the whole face. It gives a very dewy look, an airbrushed look. There's mild redness, otherwise no downtime at all. Aqua Gold at Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. That's BraddockFinnegan.com. Thanks for keeping it right here with your radio sisters, Rachel Bow and Allie on the Mulberry Lane Show. In the middle of a chat with Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind & Fire, of course, they've sold over 100 million albums. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and have nine Grammys, including the Lifetime Achievement Grammy. Ralph spends this segment talking all about his new solo project and some advice on how to keep following your dream. Jumping back in with Ralph Johnson. When you guys get together and record, you know, what is it like? Do you lay things down all together? Do you do it bit by bit? What is that experience? Somebody comes in. Usually somebody comes in with an idea. We listen to it. And then we start working to develop it. Okay. And when we get through, it's usually a song. Okay. You know? And everybody kind of puts their stamp on it. There you go. Now, then what about, like, arrangements and all that? Well, that all kind of happens at the same time. Okay. It's one big movement, Uh you know? Now, was there ever a point when you guys, you know, you had to learn that the hard way? No, not really. Okay. Because that was one of those things that Maurice um, instilled in us, you know, how to eat, you know, books to read and stuff like that. You know, so he was a pretty good uh, mentor. Uh That's amazing. All of that was kind of part of what you guys did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now our show, we really love to encourage artists and people, you know, to stay in touch with their creative side. And so often in life, we get busy with kids or running around or life things. And, you know, we set aside our creativity or those things that we love to do. What advice would you have for someone who has maybe put their guitar passion or writing passion to the side to bring that back into their life and continue pursuing it? Well, you know what, first off, never let anyone spoil your dreams. You know what, at the end of the day, you got to be you. Right. Okay, so you will find that in your circle of friends, if they're really your friends, they'll be supportive. If they're not, they'll be your detractors. Okay. okay? So you got to stay away from those people because mm-hmm. they're looking at you going, oh, you can't do that. But the right. fact of the matter is you can. They can't do it. They're trying to project their insecurities on you. You can't fall for that. You know, mm-hmm. so surround yourself with people of like mind, of uh-huh. like thinking, uh-huh. you know, continue also, very important, continue to be open and work on your craft, whatever that is. Okay. You've got to continue to work on your stuff. You never stop learning. To, to that point, I still take drum lessons. I have a teacher I see. Now, I took my first drum le- lesson at eight years old because that's primarily okay. what I am. I'm a drummer. Okay. But in Los Angeles, every two weeks, I have somebody I see. So I can work on my stuff, wow. you know. Wow. So it's it's a never-ending process. So are you, you still know? learning things about the drum? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Technique-wise, yes. Mm-hmm. Style-wise, you know, yes. Now, I love what you mentioned about naysayers. Did you have naysayers that you had to get away from? You know what? To be honest, no, I didn't. Because everybody that was around me, including my family, was very supportive. Mm-hmm. So... I never really worried about that. I never had to deal with that. 
Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Maurice, just the way he structured the group and the way you guys got along on the road, that it was very much a positive experience for everyone and kept There's that no kind of, it. you know, that synergy going. There's no doubt about it. Very positive experience. So Great. how did he do that? If you could put your finger on it, is it leadership? What was it? Well, it was his tremendous leadership because, he look, he was 10 years older than us. Okay. He had already been on the road and knew what was going on. He was a a session player in Chicago. He'd already traveled the world. So anybody with any sense would listen to someone who had right. more experience than they had, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what we did. We just stayed open, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire's Ralph Johnson, hanging out right here with you on the Mulberry Lane Show. We got to hear about your project. This is exciting. I have decided to jump into the world of smooth jazz. Okay. I have a tune out that is climbing up the charts called Coswagit, C-O-S-W-A-G-I-T, which means, in parentheses, everything's cool. Okay. And it's an instrumental piece featuring a female guitarist uh, from South Africa uh, by the name of Andrea Lisa. Okay. And she's an excellent player. So you can find it on Spotify and iTunes, all your favorite streaming sites. And uh, it's really a cool tune. I'm very excited about it. Uh, our first week out, we were the number two most added song on Smooth Jazz Radio. Awesome. So, I'm so excited. now, will yeah. there be an album? I'm going to do, you know what, I'm planning to do an EP okay. uh, later on in the year once we come off the road. Because actually, next year will be 50 years of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. You know, I'm going to throw a little something out there. This uh, tune, Coswagget, is the entree. The entree. Can't wait. Yep. Okay, so now you have to promise us you'll come back when the EP is done, and we'd love to have I you I would back. love to. Okay. I would love to. And thank you for spending time with us. Love this discussion. Love your advice. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind, and Fire bringing some positive vibes to your weekend. If you haven't heard of Kara Tippetts, you're about to hear an unforgettable story. Her life has been made into a documentary, and if you've ever had big questions about life, filmmakers Jay and Sophia Lyons are here to discuss the documentary and the beautiful life of Kara Tippetts. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on The Mulberry Lane Show. Taking you to break with Cool Swagget, the new smooth jazz song from Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind & Fire. Mulberry Lane Show. And did you know you can be a part of our free email list every week where you'll get more sister fun, links to archived radio shows, tips on creativity for your life, and real connection. All you have to do is text the word Mulberry to the number 22828 and then you enter in your email. So join the free Mulberry Lane email newsletter and we'll land in your inbox once a week. Text the word Mulberry to 22828. Find the harmony here on the Mulberry Lane Show. I'm Bo here with my sisters, Rachel and Allie. Well, The Long Goodbye, the Kara Tippett story is a documentary that has topped the Amazon documentary chart. Now, Kara Tippett's blogged about her battle with breast cancer online and in three best-selling books. Now, Kara ultimately lost her battle, but her spirit and faith live on. And filmmakers Jay and Sophia Lyon are here now to talk about 
how making this film impacted their lives and what they want you to take into your life from Kara's story. Welcome, welcome to the show, Sophia and Jay. Well, first of all, it's great to have you guys on the show. So tell us a little bit about Kara and her story before we get into the film. Well, Kara was just your typical mommy blogger. Um, that's how she started out. She's a pastor's wife with four small children living in Colorado Springs. She rose to prominence uh, basically through her cancer journey and then started writing books. She's just a, kind of an every mom. Uh-huh. And I know Allie I've discovered her and followed her through her journey yes, as well. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. And I remember so often I would check Facebook and just be brought to tears by her beautiful posts. And I think I sent them on to Rachel yes. many times. <laughs> uh-huh. So she really impacted so many people. And it was kind of her journey of faith that you guys really got to see it up close and personal. So talk about how you were brought in as filmmakers and what made her want to tell her story in this way. I'm a TV producer, and my wife is a singer, so she's had uh, theme songs on television shows, and and I write and produce music, but we kind of backed into TV world. As a Christian person, I had always wanted to do an end-of-life type story. I just felt like it would be powerful because, you know, we have a hope in eternity. So, okay, he sounds like he's crazy right now as a Christian person. What he's trying to say is that as a television producer in the industry who's worked on shows on Spotify, TLC, MTV, he also wanted to use his skills with our production company to produce content that had eternal value. Okay. Yeah. Everybody needs a wife to just come in and, you know, say what you really, what you really need to (laughs) Yeah, that's what sisters are for, too, sometimes, you know. (laughs) Right, right. I found her story on Facebook, believe it or not. Um, But this was just kind of a different project, and and it didn't start out as a documentary. It really just started out as a gift to Kara and her family. Uh, Just kind of documenting the, the journey, really. Yes, and you guys know this because you followed her journey, but... Jay calls her an every mom, but she actually was strikingly gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, like all three of you sisters. Oh. <laughs> and she just was very charismatic in the way she would just describe such a mundane, ordinary thing. She loved vlogging. And so she already was kind of putting out her story as much as she possibly could. And so she was really an amazing person. Yeah, and where she got the strength to really touch people's lives when she was going through so much herself, you know, she had that generous spirit to reach out to others, too. You're so right. She had a generous spirit, and she also had the vision of creating community, which is something that we get a lot of messages, emails about after people watch the film on Netflix or on the DVD. Mm Mm-hmm. They message us saying, wow, I'm jealous of Kara's community and her friends and just how close they all are. And that was something that Kara was intentional about, was creating community. And also you asked, how did she do that? She wanted her story to count and she wanted her legacy to touch others. And she was very others focused. So, yes, she was in pain. But she invited other people to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the messages of the film that you're saying is community. And I think it's so difficult to find time for community and make space for that in our lives that are so busy and so focused on, you know, getting to the next thing. So talk a little bit about how she managed to build community in that way. Well, I think Kara was just open. 
there's a lot of specific things she did. She had an extra large table, and she always invited people in. She wasn't concerned about her house being perfect or messy. And as a matter of fact, that's how she got hooked up with Joanna Gaines and some other people like that that are in the documentary. But she just wasn't concerned with the image of it. She was more concerned about being hospitable and loving people. And another thing is, as women, I think a lot of us kind of think we have to be perfect to let people in. And not just our homes, but our lives. Mm-hmm. Kara was made it comfortable to share the, the truth. She just was raw and real, and she shared vulnerably. And that just does something wonderful in relationships. When you're vulnerable, it gives the other person permission to also be vulnerable. When she got cancer, it just kind of magnified her vulnerability. Uh-huh. And then beautiful things started happening within her community. And it was just an amazing part of her journey. To be able to watch that and document it had to be such such an experience for both of you. I felt like I was a fly on the wall in a holy experience. It was just a beautiful experience. But I, where I really, honestly, guys, where I cried a lot is in the edit. The project like this just takes a long time to do, and there was a lot of different things going on. But in the edit, I cried. But when we were with her, I, you know, sort of kept my Emotions. strong game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure going through even the grieving process of losing a friend, I'm sure all of that affected so much, even the editing and even having enough time to gain a perspective to tell the story. That's a good point. And it's neat to see how many people have responded to this. You know, the documentary was number one on Amazon and Netflix, you know, has picked it up. And this movie just isn't about suffering and dying. I mean, it is extremely raw and it's very real, but there's so much more. It's really a movie about love and living your life to the fullest. And a lot of people say I was encouraged and I felt hopeful after the movie, even though it is very sad. Uh-huh. But that's what our goal was, is to encourage people to live. And that's what Kara taught me. In her dying, she taught me how to live. Mm. Film directors Jay and Sophia Lyons here on the Mulberry Lane Show talking all about the long goodbye, the Kara Tippett story. So specific things, what changed you, Jay? Well, honestly, my, my wife is pointing at me saying I'm nicer to her. So, um, you know, <laughs> I definitely had some room for improvement in that area. She prayed to have a soft heart at the end of her life. So you think about, well, why can't I have a soft heart now? And I'm not at the end of my life. Sophia, in what ways did this story and this journey change you? I am more aware that each day is a precious gift. You know, we've seen posters with that phrase on it. But when you actually meet a 38-year-old who did die, Mm -hmm. it, it changes you. And so I am more aware that each day truly is a gift. Yeah. So now when you say that, Does that make you want to, you know, this question for both of you, does that make you want to throw more of your time into work or does that make you want to throw more of your time into family or a combination? I would say both because it makes me more passionate about my work, you know, and and I do a lot of different projects, whether it's a movie or YouTube and, you know, doing a viral video that just got 31 million views, you know, so it's like it makes me excited to make a difference with my art and the stuff I create, but it also makes me more passionate to love my family and to spend more time investing into lives in my neighbors and stuff like that. Okay. I think the meaning for the family part of that is that I want to create more memories with my family Uh and I want to be more intentional. Like with my son's 15, I'm thinking more intentionally now about what should I do with my son Felix, you know, instead of just kind of being a reactive parent, it made me kind of think more proactively uh-huh. in my parenting. Uh-huh. Do you both feel like Kara Tippett's 
was a a conduit from heaven? Like, do you feel like her messages were kind of coming through her? Oh, yeah. I think toward, especially toward the end of her life, uh-huh. she had wrestled with God. And when I say that, I mean, she had big fights with God. And that's something I really respected about her. She was very vocal and just expressed this was a challenge for her and her faith. And she talked to God, yelled at God, expressed her disappointment, and then ultimately she came to just accept that this was God's story for her. And I do feel, and there's a couple of moments that I remember being in her bedroom, just sensing the presence of God like I haven't in a long time. And that is because she invited him in. And so there's actually a woman that flew in from London to meet her who was not a Christian at all. And she said, you know, Kara's kind of like a prophet. Mm -hmm. And people described her in different ways based on their own faith. But for me as a Christian, I was extremely encouraged to know that she didn't have a special cocktail of, you know, to make her a special Christian. We can all have the presence of God thick in our lives if we invite him in. And so it challenged me. Uh-huh. Mm. And what have you done to accomplish that? I'm actually reading my Bible again. I'm actually more involved in a women's group now at church. Huh. But also, I'm just trying to be kinder and to notice, like, my neighbors. Huh. I'm actually, like, specifically thinking more about my neighbors, having them over for dinner, bringing them flowers if they're sick, you know, just being more aware. Yes. People right around you can use encouragement, and it doesn't take a lot. So That's true. also, I think so a lot true. of us use an excuse like, well, what could I possibly do? That's not going to matter. You know, we minimize just showing up. And I think that sometimes just thinking about someone else makes all the difference because we're all so busy. Yeah, so true. So now when people watch this film, what do you hope they take away? Well, honestly, I hope that they take away um, just thoughts about eternity. It's a media-driven world, so we're so hyper-focused on the here and now. I think we've lost sight of eternity as a culture. To, To ponder that, but also to live life to the fullest and to experience the joy Okay, I have an answer, too. Okay. My answer, okay, my answer is to bloom where you're planted. Mm, So do what you can with what you have and stop making excuses because we're not guaranteed it tomorrow. I love that. We can't thank you enough for sharing your insight and sharing this beautiful story with us. And for making the film. Yes. And that's what a gift. time and your hearts into this as well. And what a gift to give to others to spend your time making this beautiful film about a beautiful person. You're very welcome, and it was our pleasure, and we feel honored to be able to make it, and we're just happy that it's doing so well. Yeah, Yeah. and also, can I just make a little plug for our film's Facebook page? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've watched all your videos on Facebook. (laughs) Um, You're all adorable. I think you guys need your own television show, by the way. Thank (laughs) you. Um, But our Facebook page is Kara Tippett's Documentary on Facebook. Um, and it's a fairly active page and there's lots of goodies there and giveaways and videos so if people are interested in the film that's a great place to go great okay well once again thanks guys for joining the show and god bless god bless you thank you jay and sophia lyons here on the mulberry lane show make sure you check out the long goodbye the kara tippett story on netflix rent or buy on amazon and you can find it just about any place you can find films when we come back you'll hang out with chef robert del grande it's all about the california fig some great recipes to take into your weekend 
Keep it right here with your radio sisters on The Mulberry Lane Show. Fueling your soul and your creativity. Rachel here. Just want to give you a personal invitation to get in on more sister fun music and highlights from the radio show. You can head on over to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, The Mulberry Lane Show. We love having you here and we'd love to meet you over there for more positivity, creativity, and true connection. The Mulberry Lane Show, where every creative journey is respected. I'm Bo, here with my sisters, Rachel and Allie. Well, are you guys looking for that tantalizing and unusual summer meal for your family? Well, we figured you'd love this next segment. James Beard award-winning chef Robert Del Grande is here, and he's coming to you live from a California fig orchard to give you some tips and recipes on this versatile and healthy fruit. Welcome, welcome to the show, Robert Del Grande. Thank you very much. I like the musical opening. <laughs> well, it's so good having you on the show. So since we're radio and we can't see you, you got to first describe the fig orchard you're at and set the scene for us. Yeah, I'm in this gorgeous California fig orchard, long <laughs> rows of gorgeous fig trees with bright figs hanging on. The sun is in the sky. It's cool. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> so let's get to this fig. You know, when we see them in the store, we see the dried ones a lot, but there's also the fresh figs. So how do we know the best ones to pick? The dried California figs are delicious and they're available all year round. They're just fresh figs that have been dried. Okay. And so I always keep those around the house because you just use them all the time. The fresh ones are going to be in season from now until November. And by the time they're in the market, they're ripe and ready to eat. They're ready to go. And then how do we eat the fresh figs? You eat it like an apple or like a peach. Just okay. You don't you have to peel it or anything. I usually just hold it from the stem and just eat it to the stem and just toss the stem away. There's a lot of health benefits to figs, so describe those a little bit. Well, it's one of the healthiest fruits out there. Lots of fiber, lots of antioxidants, uh, minerals, and also very low in, in sodium. In fact, I think it's the key to health, eating figs. That's what I Okay. Think. In the recipes, you know, you, you can put them in breakfast foods, salads, meals, and desserts. So let's go through a couple recipes, quick ones that we would be able to do that aren't too complex. So what are your favorite recipes? In the morning, either fresh or dried, I'll cut the figs into some yogurt, add like a little almond butter and stir it up. It's an instant breakfast that's just nutritionally balanced. Okay. Uh, in lunch, sometimes I'll have a little, like a little ham sandwich, add a couple sliced figs in there that are good, mm. a little toast. Okay. on it work well or for lunch a salad like the arugula salad you toss the figs in with it it's really just one of my favorite things and at dinner if you want it more savory i like to just either roast them whole and a little pasta sauce a little chili or something even with vegetables i love figs sauteed with carrots for some reason the whole thing sort of comes together which is nice it sounds really and then good you can always go back for dessert just dip either a dried one or a fresh one a little chocolate and Ooh. you know i spent a lot of time baking the cake it takes two seconds and you're ready. Right? Chef Robert Del Grande with California Figs right here with you on the Mulberry Lean Show. Okay, so now on this show, we love featuring creatives of all kinds. And we like asking advice on how to stay in touch with our creativity. As a chef, you've got to constantly come up with new recipes. So how do you stay in touch with your creativity? Oh, that's a great question. Well, 
first, you just have to keep a very open mind about everything. Okay. Like, I only know it one way. It was sort of like the fig and the fig newton. Then you find out there's a whole world beyond the fig newton, and everything <laughs> you look at, you just ask, I wonder how that would be with figs, you know? Uh-huh. So you may look at it. This is what I do. What about figs and anchovies? Oh, that's got to be weird. Have you ever tried it? No. And you try it and you go, wow, this is really, I made a sauce, kind of a steak sauce, with a little bit of anchovy, which is typical in steak sauce, and with figs, and it was unbelievable. And everyone wow. thought, this is crazy. You can't let your mind rule things out too quickly. Okay, and it's, it's kind of taking risks, too. Yeah, and with figs, it turns out, it's a good risk because I've never had something that never worked. Okay. I said, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it always goes together. For just the average, everyday cook, give us some tips on how to be creative in the kitchen. Well, of course, keep your mind open to stuff, but start as simple as you can and try to pair two things together. Okay. So if you start with figs with a little bit of cheese on it, that's delicious. Then you could add a little something else to it. So just got to think about it not as going for the whole thing at once but sort of in steps and that way you'll get very comfortable with using them okay taking it one step at a time okay and then i understand you have some musical background i do i do have i love music do you play guitar what's your i do play guitar try to write some songs every once in a while i haven't written a big song yet but you just give me a good idea to think about a big song so it might be robert del grande chef and singer songwriter <laughs> and fig expert i like it Yeah, I like it. it. Okay, and then before we let you go, give us one last tip for a really good savory snack with figs. Talk about creativity. I was working out of my refrigerator, whatever was on the door. If you have a fresh California fig, slice it in half, put a little bit of almond butter on top, Mm. and like a chili sauce, like sambal and some sea salt and black pepper, it's this spicy, nutty, almost taste uh, sort of Asian thing. Really, really good. Oh, that sounds great. I would have added some ginger too, but I didn't have it. Okay. Two minutes. Well, that's a great recipe to end on. We want to thank you so much for bringing all about the figs to the show today. I enjoyed talking with you. Thanks, Robert. Take care. All right. Take care. That's Robert Del Grande of California Figs, a collection of recipes for fig lovers. Gotta get figgy with it with Chef Robert Del Grande. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of spice A little bit of you and everything nice Teaspoon of love it, mixing with wine Makes my heart skip a beat and I am feeling fine I'll be a recipe for love Alright, well guys, now it's time for show notes where we handpick the best tips from each guest for you to take into your life this week. Mm-hmm, ready to do it. Well, first up, you heard from Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind & Fire, and he says to not let anyone spoil your dreams. If you find yourself with naysayers telling you it's just not possible, Ralph says naysayers are that way because they can't do it, and you can. So he says don't fall for that and don't let anyone tell you it can't be done. And Ralph also says keep learning your craft. You know, he takes drum lessons every week and is still discovering things he doesn't know. So keep at your craft, Ralph style. And that's something coming from a guy who has sold over 100 million albums. He still takes lessons. Let that sink in. (laughs) That really is amazing. Okay, girls, who's next? All right, then how about this from filmmakers Jay and Sophia Lyons. Now, after documenting Kara Tippett's cancer journey and losing her to the disease, their keeping her legacy alive by encouraging you to form community in your home the way Kara did. Her tangible tips are to have a large table, don't care about your messy house, and staying vulnerable in your friendships. 
Now, Jay and Sophia said this will build community and make the world a better place, one kitchen table at a time, and all because of the influence of one courageous mom, Kara Tippett. I'm not crying, you are. <laughs> no, you are, Allie. <laughs> and finally, Chef Robert Del Grande, he shared how to get creative in the kitchen. You got to stay open to new ideas and start by just combining two things. His example was figs and cheese. Just do it. Don't be afraid to take those risks. All right. Well, guys, that wraps up another edition of the Mulberry Lane Show. So glad you spent time with us here this weekend. And hopefully you'll have some tips to take into your week until we see you. Same time, same place next weekend. Mm -hmm. Bo, stay happy and stay blessed. Allie, do me a favor and don't forget to be awesome. Rachel. Okay, do something creative today. That's a wrap. It echoes all over the world.